Welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cozy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast. This is episode 61. I'm recording this in the Easter holidays. I'm hoping, ever hoping that the weather is going to improve, but it's a bit grey. I went to Spain last week to see my parents, which was amazing. Um, Amazing to see my parents. Not so amazing that it was really cold, really grey, wet at times. And uh, just not what you'd expect at the end of March, to be honest. Apparently it's the worst winter in Spain, or at least in the the region that my parents live in, for a hundred years. So, uh, yeah, like I say, not the weather I was hoping for, certainly didn't get in the pool at that time. So what am I going to talk to you about today? Do you know what? I'm going to talk to you about your inner voice. Now, I'm going to start this episode by saying that you might be listening to this and saying, I don't have an inner voice. And if you don't have one, could you get in touch? Because I'd love to talk to you because I read some research or I read an article a few years ago and it said that some people don't have an inner voice. And I was absolutely blown away because my (laughs) inner voice, I talk a lot in real life, right? So my inner voice is just going all the time. My inner voice is just in there, like chatting away to me all the time. But apparently that absolutely blows my mind. So if you are one of those people, and I don't know what percentage it is, but if you're one of those people who doesn't have an inner voice, please send me a DM because I'd like to talk to you. I'd just like to understand that a bit more because I think that's really fascinating. So if you're not familiar with your inner voice or you think, oh, I probably don't have one, I'll tell you a bit about what it does. And then you might realise that actually you do have one. So your inner voice is a bit like a narrator in a film or a narrator in a story. It's the it's that nonstop dialogue, that kind of running commentary about what is going on with you. So um, it might be um, so when I'm doing something I might think in my head, Laura, what are you doing? Or Laura, why are you doing it like that? Or Laura, that's such a silly thing to do. Or Laura, you're making a right hash of that. Or my voice might be saying, "Um, Laura, you need to stop doing that and you need to go make dinner. Or Laura, you need to get organised with such and such. I can't even think now. I've gone completely blank. Or, you know, like for my trip last week, Laura, have you thought about that you need to pack for really cold weather or stuff like that? So it's this, and that's just not my thoughts, or maybe it is, but I hear it as a voice. So I kind of hear my thoughts as a voice, if that makes sense. And that kind of internal 
dialogue, that monologue that goes on, accompanies me all the time. So it's always there. And whilst having an inner voice is fantastic in many ways, sometimes it's a bit exhausting and you'd like to tell it to zip it, right? Be quiet because you just want to watch the telly rather than thinking about all the other things that you need to be doing. So your inner voice is there. It's that, it's that the soundtrack of your life, right? It's the soundtrack of your day. It's the soundtrack of what you're doing and it kind of sits with you. Now, in many ways, that's quite a nice thing to have. But the problem with our inner voice is that it says things to you in secret that you would not say out loud. So your inner voice has this capacity to lift you up for sure and to say nice things, but also your inner voice, more often than not, has a tendency to do you down. So you know what I mean by do you down, right? Is to say something negative. Find the negative in the situation, not the positive. And perhaps that that inner voice belittles you, belittles you and keeps you keeps you kind of in the safe zone. So if that inner voice does you down, perhaps it's saying things like, you know, when you look in the mirror in the morning, when you perhaps you've just got showered and washed your hair and blow dried and everything, and you've put a nice outfit on, you look in the mirror, your inner voice, sometimes that little, that little voice in your head says, instead of finding the really nice thing about what you're wearing or what you look like or how your hair is or, you know, how you've done your hair that day or what outfit you've chosen or how nice your skin looks, your, that little voice will say, oh my God, Laura, look at that big spot you've got on your chin. And uh, my inner voice tells me that a lot because I'm actually spottier now than I ever was as a teenager. Um, must be hormones, right? So my inner voice will say, oh, look at that, look at that big spot. And then do you know what will happen? I'll just spend the whole day thinking and looking at that spot in the mirror instead of seeing all the other things or your inner voice says um that little that dialogue says oh I don't know why you thought you could wear that dress to that event you're going to because it really doesn't suit you it's just not good for you at all so your inner voice has an ability to do you down rather than lift you up and the way that that the way that your voice does that is so it's so derogatory and it's so it impacts you so badly and it's so disappointing because instead of seeing all the 99 things about you which were lovely and you looked you know your hair was lovely and your you the way you done your eye makeup was lovely or you know you just had a haircut or you'd had it colored or whatever and you you'd got a super outfit on and you had a bit of a tan and you felt really nice about yourself but you're something in you is going to find out root out that one thing that wasn't what you wanted it to be so the other thing your inner voice can do as many things is it belittles you so it would say oh laura you could possibly do that (laughs) what are you thinking laura what are you thinking what makes you think that you could do that What makes you think that Laura Cruz could leave her job in corporate and build a successful business working for herself? What makes you think that you can do that? And that inner voice of yours is just so derailing because 
even if you thought that you wanted to do that, your inner voice just says, no, you can't. You know, who are you to think that? Why would you possibly think that you could do that? Why would you, a girl from Gloucestershire, be able to do that? Why would you do that? And so you're in a voice, belittles you and is mean to you and says things to you that you wouldn't say out loud to somebody else because you wouldn't, would you? If somebody else spoke to you about something they wanted to do, you wouldn't say, who are you to do that? You wouldn't say that to me. If I was talking to you about what I wanted to do, you wouldn't say, who are you to do that? And yet that's what our inner voice tells us. So our inner voice, by uh, kind of belittling you and doing you down, our inner voice keeps us playing small, okay? And when I say small, I don't mean that you have to play big, but it keeps you in that box or in that situation that you're in, yeah? And there's something in that and the psychology of that, and I'm not a psychologist and I don't profess to know masses about how that works, but I think... By keeping you playing small, it's because we get frightened of stuff. So it's fear. Our inner voice, by belittling us, doing us down, saying, who are you? Don't do that. You're not this. You're not that. You're not good enough. You just keep playing small. You just keep doing what you're doing. And that's related to fear. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of the new. It's fear of change. It's fear of what other people will say. It's fear of doing something different. It's just fear. And if we give in to that fear, if we allow that fear to consume us, our inner voice is quite happy because then we just keep doing the same thing we've always been doing. And they win. Our inner voice wins. So that inner voice as well says to you, so if you were thinking, I want to do something different with my life or doesn't matter what it is, whatever you want to do, you might think, oh, I really fancy doing that. You might say, say you see something on the telly and you think, oh, something that somebody does. You think, oh, I really fancy having a go at that. That looks really good. Immediately, what will happen is your inner voice will say, oh, Laura, what are you thinking? You couldn't possibly do that. You, you don't know how to do that. And it will start finding reasons why you can't do it. You're not clever enough. You don't know how to do it. You haven't got enough money. You're not smart enough. You don't have the confidence. You just can't do that. Laura, what are you thinking? And before you know it, you've completely dismissed that thing that you want to do because your inner voice kept you playing small, kept you stuck in that box. Your inner voice kind of wanted you to stay in the status quo. The trouble with your inner voice is it's all going on inside your head. So other people don't see that. So when you are thinking, oh, I really want to do that certain thing, this dream that you've always had, this goal, this idea, this thought that you've always wanted to do. If you are just talking about it in your own mind, you know, if you're just listening to your brain, your brain saying you can't do that. So then you immediately think, oh, yeah, no, no, it's true. I can't do that. And you dismiss it. You dismiss it out completely. It just completely is gone. You go, oh no, yeah, you're right. You're right, Laura, talking to yourself. I can't do that. Oh no, okay, I'll, all right, then I'll just stick to what I'm doing. But if you don't, 
get those thoughts and dreams out, if you just listen to your inner voice, your inner voice will keep you small. That's where coaching is so powerful. When you talk to somebody like me, who's all about encouraging you to follow your dreams, you're getting the things that are just running around in your head. You're getting them out. You're getting them out onto the table and you're exploring and seeing what would work and maybe what won't work. Because you know what? Sometimes things don't quite work. But maybe you're looking at how you could make a plan, how you could really connect to it, how you could adapt, grow, develop, learn, change. And maybe you can make those things come true. I believe that you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. Honestly, I do. So your inner voice then limits you. It limits you because it keeps you stuck in the kind of glass half full approach. And what you really need to do is to get your inner voice to help you, not hinder you. So you do need your inner voice. And I think we do need it because it it does help us. But you need it. You need your inner voice to help you. So you need it to help you, not hinder you. And the thing to do with your inner voice is to think about how you can retrain it. Get your inner voice to reframe stuff. So I'd like you to think about your inner voice and I'd like you to give your inner voice a name. Now, when you're going to give your inner voice a name, make sure you give it a name of a name that you like or a name of somebody you like. Because if you give it the name of that girl from school who was really bloody horrible to you and bullied you and you call your inner voice that name, well, you don't really like that name, do you? You don't like the association with that person. So give your inner voice a name. And if you're a woman, it doesn't have to be a female name. It doesn't matter. Just give it a name. So, um, I don't know, let me think. I'm going to call mine... Tom, because I went to the cinema yesterday and I saw the advert for the trailer for the new Tom, uh, Top, Tom, Top Gun, uh, film, Top Gun Maverick. And, uh, I was a bit dismissive before I saw the trailer, but actually it looks really good. And I'm obviously old enough to remember the original. So to my daughter, who's 16, have you ever seen Top Gun? And she said, no. I thought, oh, What a miss. I need to sit and watch it with her. So I'm going to call my inner voice Tom. And of course, my name is Cruz. So Tom Cruz, right? That's my inner voice. So I'm going to call my inner voice Tom. Now, you need to retrain your inner voice and get your inner voice to talk to you like you would talk to your best friend. So if you think about the things that your inner voice says to you, your inner voice wouldn't say those things out loud. And if the inner voice was talking to your friend or your mum, or your daughter, or your sister, or your partner, or a work colleague, there's no way your inner voice, you wouldn't allow your inner voice to say the things that it really wants to say. Does that make sense? So I guess if you think about, just think about generally how you talk to people, you don't say, oh my God, I can't believe you're wearing that because you look really fat, or I can't believe you've come out with that big spot on your face to use the analogy I used earlier, or I can't believe you're thinking of doing that. You're not clever enough, or I can't believe you would even consider doing that. Where are you going to get the money from? You wouldn't say those things out loud. You absolutely wouldn't. So what you need to do is to retrain your inner voice to only say the things that are beneficial. Okay. To focus on the positive. So when you're, um, if your friend said to you, 
do you like my outfit? I'm not sure about this dress because I'm not sure if it suits me. I just know that as a nice person that you are, you're going to say, I think it looks really great. And you're going to focus on the bits of the dress that look really good. Even if there's a little bit of you that thinks that maybe it's not the best choice. So what I'm saying is you need to retrain your inner voice to accentuate the positive. So I need to retrain Tom, my inner voice, to focus on all the really good things. So you want your inner voice to tell you the nice stuff. Of course, your inner voice needs to be honest, but you want to get it to focus on the positive because remember, you need to train your brain. If you think about in the morning when you get up, if you think today's going to be a really bad day, mostly it is. If you get up in the morning and think today's going to be a really good day, mostly it is. And there is that saying, I'm going to try and remember now, whether you think it's good or you think it's bad, you're probably right. That's not it, but I can't remember what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like you, in your mind, you have to get to the point where you're going, this is good. I'm going to nail this. I'm going to make this work. I'm feeling good in myself. I can make myself, you know, I can have a good day. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling positive. I'm going to achieve. I'm going to succeed. That's how you end up having a really good day. So with your inner voice, whatever it's called. So with Tom, I need to get Tom to talk to me like I would talk to other people. So I need to retrain Tom so that he talks to me as I would talk to people that I love. So when I talk to people that I love, I say things like, I say supportive things. I say kind things. I focus on the positive. I say things that I think would be constructive, but helpful. I do say things which are direct at times because if you've listened to the podcast, you know I'm kind of direct. But I say it with kindness. I say things that I think would help them to grow. And I say things that would give them some comfort and would give them a feeling of warmth and happiness. So when Tom, my inner voice, talks to me, Tom says... Oh, Laura, I really like that outfit you've chosen today. Or you look really good in that. Or um, or he says, hey, Laura, you're not looking bad for 47, which is a constant battle in my mind about my uh, what I look like in terms of my weight. Tom says, hey, Laura, you're not doing bad for 47 with three kids. Um, you need to get your inner voice to say that you can achieve the things that you want to do. So when I talk to Tom about what I want to do in terms of my business. If I say, hey, Tom, I'm thinking about doing um, a, uh, a, a, a webinar. That's what I'm, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm thinking about doing a webinar at the end of the month, Tom, and it's going to be about this, that and the other. Tom says, that sounds like such a great idea, Laura. That's really good. And how about you do this, that and the other? So Tom's helping me. Tom's helping me work through all the things that I need to be doing to make that webinar a success. We talk to ourselves in a way that we would never, ever speak to other people. And I often use my daughter as an, as the kind of person, as the example when I'm thinking about how I talk to myself, because why would I talk to myself in a way that I would never talk to my daughter? I want my daughter to, she's 16, right? I want her to be confident and self-assured and powerful in the sense that she's in her own power, Um, and go out into the world with 
the self-belief and the self-confidence to know that she can achieve anything she puts her mind to and to know that she is loved and um and that people think she's warm and friendly and kind and loving and generous and thoughtful because she's all those things so when I think about Tom and how he talks to me I need to get Tom to channel a bit more about how I talk to my lovely Lucy because that is how you lift yourself up so I'd love to know if this episode has resonated with you I'd love to know about your inner voice what name have you given your inner voice what is that inner voice going to start doing for you now that you've given the inner voice a name of somebody you like, a nice person, how is that inner voice going to help you? How is that inner voice going to help you to put yourself out there, to change the status quo, if that's what you want to do, to grow that confidence, to boldly go out into the world and do it with real passion and integrity and fire because your inner voice is telling you that you're blooming brilliant. Because you are. So if you'd like to talk to me about how you can um, get that inner voice on your side, playing the game with you, then you definitely should uh, drop me a line because we can work together on my confidence building sessions over a four week period. It is a fantastic way to get you feeling so confident in yourself to get that inner voice nailed so that you feel the most confident you can feel. I'd love to help you to do that. As ever, if you've enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe and leave a review of Five Star One would be wonderful. And uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. See you later. You have been listening to the Your Dream Online podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review, a five-star one would be perfect, and subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. Oh, and don't forget to come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. I would love to help you to transition into your own dream life. It's what I'm really good at. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.